Hello, I'm Mike Prowse and this is my solo travel podcast. When you're dead, you're dead, as my old primary school headmistress used to say. Miss Carnforth died in 2016, and as if to prove her point, I never heard from her again. Until last week. In this podcast, I'm relating an incredible journey. One that takes me into the past, and beyond the grave. To a place of adventure and uncertainty, of hope and imagination to a place called Bury St Edmunds. It's near Ipswich. This week's edition of the Solo Travel Podcast is brought to you by Carnage Cabs. No need to download an app, just email and tell us where you are. Carnage Cabs, the cabs you get with emails. Do not ring or text. This is my office where I file my correspondence. I generally like to print out my emails for ease of reference and I store them in these box files. Energy bills, family, anonymous abuse, identifiable abuse, family abuse and spam. I should say, the abuse folders were swelled recently by a very badly judged review of a local hospice and I've since apologised. But four days ago, this stopped me in my tracks. An actual letter from a solicitor in Bury St Edmunds. It reads... Dear Mr Prowse, my name is Ramona Clark. I have recently come into possession of the effects of Miss Eileen Carnforth, formerly the headmistress of Mary and St Bardolph's RC Primary School crew and you have been identified as the sole beneficiary in her will. How boss is that? Proper in it? Don't get excited, it's not cash. Please report in person to my chambers in two days for the reading of the will. Cheers, mate. Ramona Clark, LLB Honours. 249 Market Street, Bury St Edmunds. I was intrigued. Not least by the solicitor's highly inappropriate tone. Time to hit the road. For filing purposes, I typed the letter out and emailed it to myself. I've always been intrigued by Bury St Edmunds, the lack of an apostrophe suggesting that there were several St Edmunds. Not according to my butler's Lives of the Saints app, there wasn't. But it's that muscular, imperative style. Hey, you, Bury St Edmunds, now. Other towns could benefit from names that order people to do the things that happened there. Huddersfield could become Create Rugby League, and Ellesmere Port would do well to call itself Manufacture the Early 2000s Series Vauxhall Astra. Carnage Cabs, we promise to arrive 50% of the time. Carnage Cabs, cabs that you email. Our confirmation response will go to your junk folder. Just email carnage3718.cabs with a Z24861 at blueyonder.com. Do not ring. 
I'm delighted to have secured Carnage Cabs as this week's sponsor, but as a consumer journalist, I should report that their cab did not arrive. To be fair, an email did indeed go to my junk folder. It read, Carnage Cabs don't want to pick you up today. And there was a gif of a toddler running into a room, pulling a surprised face, turning around quite quickly and running back out. A quick glance at the local newspaper confirms this is not a popular company. As it's the podcast sponsor, I'll run its adverts, but it seems to me to be a firm in a death spiral. The reading of the will is tomorrow, so I'm not in a rush and my enforced stroll from the station to the centre of Bury St Edmunds has given me a great view of the skyline, which is dominated by the impressive sugar beet factory. Harvesting the sweet stuff has been a feature of this landscape for hundreds of years. In 1832, the poet John Clare passed through Bury and wrote this poem after coming across an elderly man reaching up to a high branch to pull down a beet. I see thee, ancient sir, reaching for yon beet to pick. Full-heartedly, I laugh at thee. There in the ground, thou stupid prick. This is, of course, from the lesser-known but distressing nasty period of Clare's work, which included verse such as On laughing at a woman who was fallen over... Oh, funny-looking child, and the shocking roundel. I'll have no truck with thee, sir. I saw thee touching dogs. Another effort to actually get a ride from Carnage Cabs has fallen through. Yet, as you'll soon hear, they're becoming increasingly demanding about their adverts. But... The long walk to the centre of Bury St Edmunds gives me around 40 minutes to tell you about the remarkable amount of flint in Suffolk. Nature's sparky rocks, as I like to call them, which reminds me of a funny story. Oh, oh, sorry. It's the solicitor Ramona Clark. Bruv, change of plan. Will reading at 4pm today. Sosman, I got shit on tomorrow, believe. I found Ms Clark's breezy approach to probate law refreshing, particularly as Bury St Edmunds has for some years been a hotspot of cranking, an unpleasant fraud which grew out of the grime scene. Teenage fans of the genre masquerade as solicitors, tricking victims into travelling miles to pay extortionate legal fees on the basis of fake inheritances. I know what you're thinking. In her Microsoft Outlook profile picture, Ramona Clark did look very young, and she was pulling off a complex, intertwined finger-gang sign. I'm confident, however, that she was not setting me up as the latest victim of the Bury St Edmunds crank scene, because I googled her, and found a Facebook account which said she was a solicitor. Despite the changed schedule, I've still time to stop off at a jewel of this town. But don't go to Bury St Edmund's famous abbey expecting chapels, cloisters or walls. It's pretty much rubble. It got wrecked when Henry VIII decided that he hated medieval abbeys even more than he hated his wife. 
he soon discovered that while you can't behead monasteries or divorce them, you absolutely can smash them up. And if you recall your school days, there's an easy way to remember how Henry dealt with Suffolk's seven medieval abbeys. Exploded, smashed, maligned. Smashed, exploded, fried. Exploded. Sitting here now, surveying the awesome destruction wrought by one man's need for sex, my thoughts turn to my dead primary school teacher. There's no link there, they just did, I'm sorry. Why has she summoned me post-mortem? She left school to pursue a business opportunity in 1991, and apparently did very well. But why put me in her will? In fact... I do recall she took an interest in my writing. Aged seven, she marked what was probably my first solo travel review, a frank take on the school toilets. She pointed out in red pen that there was only one M in unimaginative and that it was logically impossible for there to be poo everywhere. Well, I've arrived in the foyer of Clark Chambers for the will reading. I am... Exhausted. Tried again, but another no-show from Carnage Cabs. The final text from the solicitor, Ramona Clark, read, Buses in Berry be well peak. I get that you vexed. Allow it. Is a nice day. Just walk, man. I have now walked 23 miles on my journey to meet this solicitor and hear the reading of this will. I hope it's worth it. Let's go inside. I mentioned earlier that the failing, utterly unreliable company Carnage Cabs had been particularly demanding about the sponsored segments in this week's podcast. This is the last. Email us, no email you. You say cab, we say can do. Pay one, no can't, rent one, buy one. In the Berry St Edmunds in Byron. You must email to get cab, we Carnage. Homework take you back. £5 flat, no fee, no window. Carnage Cabs, you must not ring us. Well, the will has been read, and I'm glad to report that Ramona Clark is indeed a solicitor. This charming young woman may talk street in her texts, but she had not thrown up a gang sign in her picture. She has chronic arthritis. Ramona actually runs a very socially conscious charity which unites sufferers of rheumatoid arthritis with their favourite grime MCs. In the reading... It was revealed that my former head teacher had indeed followed my career closely, and it seems she hated me and everything I've ever done. For this reason, she has bequeathed to me the very business venture which she left teaching to establish in the early 90s. It was an initiative to combine transport with the new World Wide Web. Playing on her name and her age, Miss Carnforth called it Carnage cabs. It went into liquidation just two days ago, but not before she requested her solicitor spend the last of its budget on forcing me to record a complex series of adverts in a style of Ramona's choosing. As the acting CEO of Carnage cabs, I am now legally responsible for all winding up procedures, outstanding rents, salaries, and the appointment of administrators. And I'd like to dedicate this podcast to Miss Carnforth, a woman whose hatred of me when I was eight 
has echoed down the ages. 